From humble beginnings, the American Heart Association, or the AHA, has grown into the nation's oldest and largest voluntary organization dedicated to fighting heart disease and stroke. Today we are going to be speaking with Lizzie Smith, the Director of Development at the AHA in Columbia, South Carolina. Lizzie has a personal connection to the organization. At age four, she had open heart surgery to repair a defect in her heart. Lizzie is going to be talking about the mission and programs of the AHA, as well as details about the upcoming Heart Walk on Saturday, March 27th. This podcast with a focus on nonprofits making an impact in our local communities is sponsored by NP Strategy and the Sisters of Charity Foundation of South Carolina. Lizzie, give us an overview of the American Heart Association. So the American Heart Association is a global um, health organization. It's the nation's oldest and largest health organization that um, is focused on improving heart health um, and in the fight against cardiovascular disease and stroke. It was founded in 1924, so we're very close to our 100th anniversary in a couple of years, um, and we've grown from, it was started as six cardiologists started it, um, and now it is a um, employee and volunteer-ran organization. Our mission, we just updated actually a few years ago uh, to really encompass whole health has, as it relates to heart health. And so our mission now is to be a relentless force for a world of longer and healthier lives. Tell us about the programs to get the job done at the AHA. Our five focus areas are really focused around health equity. And the topics are, we just uh, really kind of restructured this, these focuses this year um, to be around women's heart health, uh, COVID-19, blood pressure, food security, and then tobacco and vaping. And that is kind of our national, uh, our national pillars right now. But locally, we have really, in the Midlands, um, drilled down. And after some uh, interviews, some, some roundtables and things like that, we've heard from our community that our focus should be blood pressure, food security, and then tobacco and vaping. So those are our three main focuses here in the Midlands. Talk to us about your personal connection to the AHA. Um, a lot of people that work at the American Heart Association are personally impacted and affected. Obviously one in three people are impacted by heart disease. And so that is a lot of people. So for me specifically, my uh, journey kind of started when I was 18 months old. I They found a um, heart defect in my heart and we waited a couple years for to see if it would close. It's an atrial septal defect, so a hole in the wall of my atrium. It didn't close, and so they, um, when I was four years old, I went and I actually did. We did an experimental surgery with an amplaxer device, which was a um, catheter device that would go through your leg, and they could close the hole through with an umbrella-like device. And um, of course they got in with the scope and my hole was too large. And I did have open heart surgery uh, when I was four, but I will add a quick plug that uh, recently I did some research and those devices are actually almost a hundred percent, have almost a hundred percent success rate now with the defects that I had. So almost all children with my defect don't have to have open heart surgery. They can just 
repair with that device. Shortly after that, my family started fundraising and, and participating in the American Heart Association's Heart Walk. And then obviously here I am in a full circle uh, working for the American Heart Association on our Heart Walk uh, 20 plus years later. What metrics can you share about the impact the organization is making? We, of course, want uh, heart disease to not be the number one killer, but it always seems to stay at that top uh, top slot. And then stroke is our other focus, and that stays towards the top two. It has bumped down to number five from number three in the last couple of years. But um, but yeah, so we do several things, and and like you like like you heard, you know, we've expanded that focus. So we're not only supporting advancements in technology and research, but we're trying to really, really uh, focus on like preventatives. So making sure that, again, equitable health and uh, health equity for all. So making sure that people have the uh, access to healthy foods, um, the access to health care, and um, really starting in education. We also do a lot with youth. So tobacco and vaping, that's a huge youth initiative right now. Actually, I think one in five high schoolers are vaping now. And that's like the highest numbers we've had around tobacco use in high schoolers in decades. And so really starting that messaging with youth um, and making sure that they are taking that home is, is a great way to do that. But some of the things that we do here in the Midlands um, on a very focused scale. So this year, we focused heavily, especially 2020, 2021, gave us the opportunity to step back and really work on fostering those community partnerships with other organizations um, in the Midlands that are really working towards a similar goal. And so one of those things is that we have been working with Harvest Hope Food Bank mm -hmm. in Richland and Kershaw counties. And so we have been working with them to implement Nutrition Nudges, which is an evidence-based program, and it helps the food pantry patrons make the healthy choice it be the easy choice. And so we're trying to make sure that not only are people getting food, but they're also getting nutritious food uh, to nourish their bodies. So that was one great thing we actually did this year during the pandemic. Uh, and then for hypertension, blood pressure as one of our focuses, that's been a really exciting one this year. So we have been working with local churches and faith-based organizations to ensure that heart health is a main focus um, in their congregations. And so providing them with information around blood pressure, how to self-monitor, uh, giving blood pressure kits, things like that, um, because we know it's not a coincidence that the stroke belt is also the Bible belt here um, in South Carolina. And so really working with those organizations and making sure that we're giving them the tools and resources they need. Let's talk about uh, March 27th, maybe the history of the, the Heart Walk and, and what we can expect for this year. Sure. So the Heart Walk is um, one of our core events. So we have three core events here in the Midlands um, and really across the nation, our Go Red for Women Luncheon, our Heart Ball, which is our gala, and then our Midlands Heart Walk. Um, the Heart Walk is really our grassroots effort. It has always been and will always be an event at no cost to the community. Typically in a non-pandemic year, the Midlands Heart Walk is a um, in-person 5K 
a three mile walk in the city. Again, the community comes together, no cost, and we have usually around five or 6,000 people join us. Uh, due to COVID, we have adjusted this a little bit. Uh, last year, we actually did go virtual in the last probably, uh, I think everything kind of happened about two weeks before our walk. So we switched to a virtual walk about two weeks out last year and we had incredible participation. Um, just people wanted something, they wanted to get out, they wanted to move more, they wanted something new. And so we had great participation. And then based on what we learned nationally, we were able to kind of pivot. And this year we have a huge, very detailed plan around what the Hard Walk can look like this year. It will still be very inclusive um, and even more because people don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. and come downtown. They can do it from their neighborhood at 10 a.m. when they roll out of bed. So that's the Hard Walk. We're very excited. Um, I can kind of get into more details about that um, and how it relates to Move More Month, which is also coming up. Let's do it. Just maybe you could give quick details about you know how people can uh, how people can sign up and, and engage with the Heart Walk this year, and then yeah, maybe talk talk a little bit about the Move More Week uh, month coming up. There are three ways people can participate really, and the first way is we have this year added an activity tracker to our Midlands Heart Walk app. Again, there's no cost to participate in that, and so that launched a couple of weeks ago, and we have had more people register for that and participate just in the Move More Challenges than we've had like registered on our website for the past several years. And so we've had huge participation. And the way that you can do that is if you visit our website. So www.midlandsheartwalk.org and you can register there. And then, like I said, you can download the app and participate in those challenges through the HeartWalk app. And that will go through March 27th. And so that's going on right now. And then starting on March 22nd, the week leading up to that celebration day, we are gonna be doing a week of wellness spirit week. We'll have a different topic every day with challenges, um, ways people can participate. Primarily, um, it'll, a lot of that will take place through social media. And it's gonna be really fun and it's really about whole health. Uh, so nutrition, exercise, but also gratitude. and um, you know, mindfulness and things like that. So that'll be really fun. And then on that celebration Saturday, the Midlands Heart Walk, we will have activities lined up throughout the day and people can participate whenever they want, wherever they are um, and walk where they are with their families or, or in their bubbles to stay safe and, and take those healthy steps toward heart health. Let me ask you one more question. What, what are you most proud of in terms of accomplishments of the organization? Gosh, that's a great question. So um, I am extremely proud of this organization for several reasons. Um, obviously, one I stated earlier that's personal to me, the advancements in technology and, and the, um, the way things have changed over the last, even since my surgery 20 years ago. Um, but every day I work here, I become more and more proud of the work we do and, and um, passionate every day. And so the food security is a huge one. Um, and how I, I'm proud that the American Heart Association, the unique thing and opportunity that we have um, is that we really focus on making 
those changes from the top. So policies, whether they're local policies in a corporation, um, like around our food and beverage toolkit uh, or their policies in the government level, we're able to make that change from the top so that we're impacting so many lives um, as it trickles down. And so that is incredible. Um, I do think the move more, everything we do with the Heart Walk is extremely impactful. I mean, over 50% of Midlands residents are overweight and physical activity is a huge um, contribution to that. And so what we do with the Heart Walk, engaging with thousands of residents to get them moving more and get our message to them, uh, providing that at no cost and, and really being as inclusive as we can be is a huge thing I'm proud of. And this year, I didn't mention it uh, yet, but this year, April is our Move More Month. And so thanks to our, we have a sponsor for Move More Midlands, Colonial Life, and they are, they have enabled us to do things like this, add this tracker to our HeartWalk website. Um, and really promote this not only just for the heart walk, like one day, but we're able to really promote physical activity and make those healthy changes over, I mean, really two months, push it hard over two months. And so we know 30 days you form a habit. And so hopefully we're going to be able to form some really good habits. Thank you for listening to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. This podcast with a focus on nonprofits making an impact in our local communities is sponsored by NP Strategy and the Sisters of Charity Foundation of South Carolina.